Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. My name is Akaimi McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. And this episode is just for educational purposes only and not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. All right, sit back and enjoy the episode. And if you wish to connect with me when this is over with, feel free to go to my website at www.life-counseling.com dash transitions.com. All right, let's go on. In this lifetime, we all will experience some form of rejection as a result of a relationship ending. It can be an intimate relationship. It could be a family relationship, a friend relationship. But at some point in time, we may all experience the feelings of rejection as a result of a relationship ending. We may feel like we've been cast aside, thrown away, and we might feel like we are no longer worthy of being in a relationship. We might feel worthless, like our value has been reduced because of that. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. And I also want you to know that the Lord loves you no matter what. The Lord will never reject you. In Psalms 94, 14, it says, for the Lord will not cast off his people nor will he forsake his inheritance. So he is going to always be around to take care of you. He will always love you regardless and never reject you. People will reject us, but God will never do so. We also got to understand that when we go through a rejection, we can develop some negative behaviors that is pretty much out of our character as a result of being in pain. But don't fall into this pattern. Don't develop these bad behaviors or bad patterns as a result of the rejection that we feel. And when we do go through this pain, painful time, this is the time to one, not start self-destructing and two, not start avoiding our friends and our family or those who will support us in our pain and not judge us. This is not the time to isolate yourself and just go into this hole as if to say that this is where you belong and this is where you're going to stay. So it never happens to you again because things like that happen. Hurt people will at some time hurt people. We don't want it to be that way, but that's what happens. So take note of any type of negative habits that you begin to develop as a result of being rejected in a relationship. You want to avoid them. And the other thing is just because you have been rejected or feel rejected by that person does not mean that that is going to set the tone for all your future relationships. That's a lie. That is not the tone. That is just one situation and one circumstance. Don't get into a pattern of self-hate. Don't start making it out to see, to to believe that you are no longer um, 
worthy of being loved or worthy of being in a relationship. Self-hate does not benefit you at all because you are worthy and you are of value. And don't numb your pain. Go ahead and just feel it and experience it and deal with it. Don't replace it or try to numb it with drugs or alcohol or risky and reckless behavior because that won't benefit you either. And it doesn't help the situation. It's something that took place and it's something that you got to go through, but you'll always come out on the other side. As long as you don't add to was already what you're already experiencing. And the other thing is it's never a good idea to pay back somebody or have this feeling of revenge that you got to get them back for what they've done. Revenge has consequences as well. And sometimes you could end up getting hurt way more than the pain or rejection that you're experiencing right now. You could end up in jail. You could end up in the hospital or worse. So don't look to get revenge because this too shall pass. And it sets you up for more problems. And that's not who you are. And even though you are angry or hurting or feeling this pain doesn't mean that that's what you need to give back. What you want to do is give to somebody what you really want back. During a period of mourning, because it is a loss, you know, just like when somebody passes away, we grieve. Well, we're going to grieve a relationship that's ended as well. But during that time where we usually throw um, guilt, feelings of guilt or shame at ourselves, you know, this is really a great time to do a self-assessment because in every relationship, there are always two people involved. And in those relationships, there is something that we can take responsibility for or there is an action that we have contributed to the relationship that may be partly the blame for a relationship not improving or moving forward. So do a self-assessment during this time. Don't sit around blaming yourself and condemning yourself in a way that is um, self-destructing. Don't inflict more pain on yourself as a result. And don't be accepting of the pain that was inflicted upon you. Nobody has the right to inflict pain on you. And so you should never say, it's my fault that they did that, that they hurt me that way. Never take ownership of that. But evaluate the part that you played and make some adjustments going forward. If your behavior does not line up to the way the Lord would want you to behave, right? So what did you, what could you have been doing that may have been making the relationship worse? Um, Were you somebody that may have cheated on the person? Did you withhold your love from them? Um, Did you lie or cause them to mistrust you? Um, Did you have a problem with setting boundaries, saying no when you really should have said no? Um, Did you get involved in a relationship that probably shouldn't have never started in the first place? I mean, we got to take, you know, we got to take ownership of of that as well. Um, Were you abusive? Were you somebody that put your hands on them? 
you know, or were you physically or mentally abusive or verbally abusive? Um, were you somebody that was inflexible, you know, very jealous and insecure or suspicious or demanding or controlling? Just take an assessment to see if there was anything like that going on coming from you. Now, of course, if these things were coming from the other person, then yes, it can be that the relationship ended or um, failed to thrive because of what they've done. But it's again, there's always two parts in there, two parts to play. Because sometimes when the first time a person hits me and I um, continue with the relationship, when they apparently seem to be abusive, then, you know, I could have made sure that that never happened again by either stopping the relationship right at that point. But again, we always have to be mindful of what we could have been doing to keep the relationship from getting worse. But I'm not going to take ownership of them putting their hands on me. I'm just going to take ownership of the fact that I saw that there was a flag and I should have called time out <laughs> right then. So that's the part that I want you to assess. Not that, you know, they hit you and you should have just left them right then. I, I should have called a time out the first time that somebody put their hand on me because that happened in one of my relationships. I let the relationship continue on even after acknowledging that this person had a problem with their hands. So, but again, it's time for a reflection and a self-assessment. And I also understand that this is a great time too to take notice of the fact that there's always an underlying cause for the way that somebody behaves. We learn things from the past. We learn things from our experience and in our upbringing And so what is the reason for somebody to behave the way that they do? There's always lessons learned and habits formed, but sometimes we have to unlearn bad habits and learn better habits and the right habits in order to be involved in any type of relationship with anyone. Now let's think about the word love. If you had to think of your definition of what love is, what would that look like? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8, it said that love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it doesn't parade itself, it's not puffed up, it doesn't behave rudely, it doesn't seek its own, it's not provoked, it doesn't think evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, and love never fails. So if you were to compare your definition of love to what the Bible says about love, do they equal out? Now, think about the way that the person that you were in a relationship with, was, I mean, with displayed their love. Did they display their love that way? Did they show kindness and patience and all of that in their love towards you? How about the love you had towards them? Did you show any of these characteristics? Well, If we want to know what true love is, that's what we got it to compare to. And sometimes people throw that word love around so easy as to say, I love you, but you love me. But the love that you're displaying is painful. 
And there's nothing in this description in the Bible that says love is painful. Love hurts you. Love beats you up. Love steps on you. Love, you know, causes harm. None of that is listed in that scripture. So you have to evaluate what real love is and whether or not either you or them were displaying that within the relationship. And if people call themselves withholding love from you, that is just a ploy to manipulate you. You know, I'm not going to withhold love in order for you to do what it is that I want you to do. That's not love either. That's a lie. So that's just a form of manipulation. And see, God loves us regardless. It doesn't matter what we do. He never withholds his love and he has so much of it to give because you know why? God is love. We are to love God and love others. And anything outside of that is not real and is not coming from him. So know that you are worthy to be loved. Know that you have value and know that God had God created you as this beautiful person and that you're worthy to be loved. Reject any lies that somebody tries to tell you about yourself. If you don't, if you can't compare what they say about you to what God says about you, then you need to reject those lies. Don't let those lies get into your heart as seeds and grow there. Don't believe that because when people are planning to leave you or planning to reject you, they begin to plant these little seeds of lies to avoid feeling guilty about what they intend to do. Now, let's be clear. If you have been um, destroying the relationship yourself with your behaviors, then you have to own up to that. You have to own up to the things that you did or the part that you played in that relationship. You were made to be a beautiful sight in God's eyes. He did not make you to be junk, but you were born into a broken world and we are all broken. But with God in us, we get the benefit of living a life that's purposeful and we can walk in his ways. But you have to be willing to do that and to give your life over to him So you will have the power to walk in the direction that he would have you to go. In Romans 8, 1, it says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So you don't have to walk in that direction that you've been going, which causes you to fall short. We all sin and we all fall short, but only with God can we live a more purposeful life and have better relationships going forward. So you can look back at your life, but don't go back and just realize that it is possible that the rejection that you're dealing with is attached to some other rejection that you may have experienced in your past. It can be rejections from your parents. It can be rejections from other friendships or relationships But just know that those things that happened to you then are not specific to this situation that you're dealing with right now. Every situation and circumstance is its own. And you need to evaluate what may have been at the root of those situations. And don't say that because you were rejected in the past, that's why you're going through this now. 
But you can be experiencing some of the same feelings because it appears to be the same thing. But it's not. Every situation is its own. So evaluate those things in the past. Look at ways at repairing yourself now through the help of God and start working on that. And and just know this, that you have to show some effort in forgiving those who have hurt you. In Colossians 3.13, it says, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. So I know that it's hard to say you forgive this person, but the forgiveness is not for them. The forgiveness is for you. So you can begin to change you. You can begin to allow God to change you. And the only way to do that is to get in, get into his word and, you know, pray to him, speak to him and listen to him in his word and work on how your life needs to be for him. And the person that rejected you or who you feel rejected you, just know that they too may have been suffering some form of pain from their past. And they may not know how to love. They may not know what it is to be in a healthy relationship. They may not have had any models or role models or examples to to go off of. So, as I said before, hurt people can hurt people. And I can be somebody that hurts people because of my past. And so can they. And if I know that and understand that, then I'll have a better um, chance of healing from my broken heart. And the relationship that just ended. So, okay. I want to end there. But thanks again for tuning in to this episode. And the next relationship may suffer if that person does not work on their self. So don't envy them being in a new relationship. Because if they didn't repair or heal from whatever it is that they've been dealing with. All they're going to do is cause harm to the next person. And for that person, I would pray for Because they're just going to get the residual of everything that's happened to them in the past. So don't envy their relationship. Just pay attention to you. Pray for them. Pray for yourself. And work on you. All right. Until the next time, good mental health and good spiritual health. Y'all take care.